Hello and welcome to episode four of Movies That Make Us Podcast. Hey. Good morning. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. I'm Val. All right. Welcome, guys. Today we're talking about Mean Girls. One of the best movies ever made. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most quotable films in a while. Yeah, tons of quotes. Yep. Yep. And watching it again in preparation for this episode, it is really a great movie. It's so much fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. Tina Fey... Right. Hello. She's awesome. Is One amazing. of my celebrity crushes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. She is so funny and so beautiful. And this movie, if you look at it, because now you can go back and watch it and say, look at all the famous people that came out of this movie. Right. But at the time, we were just like, look at all these stupid girls. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what they were supposed to be, right? And then later, we were like, but they're so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it really is a good movie. And I think. For me, anyway, you can see yourself in high school in that movie because oh, every group yeah. is represented. Mm-hmm. And, well, and I never felt like I fit in in high school, yeah. so which is weird because I really fit in really well as an adult in places. <laughs> um, but I just have to say, because I know people can't see us, but you look amazing today. <laughs> Why, thank you, you have this amazing blue shirt on. <laughs> And with flamingos, and it just brings out your eyes and well, these red you. tennis shoes. I'm kind of crushing over here. Wow. I'm turning red. Everybody can't see it. I'm starting to match the tennis shoes. All right. So is you, it my turn to compliment him? Or are you? Yes. Okay. I'll probably blush even more, Tracy. No. But this is a great movie. My, my daughters were kind of hovering around as I was watching. I said, you guys need to sit down and watch this because I think it's a great movie for everybody to see. And, you're going to sit experience. down and you're going to like it. You're going to sit down and you're going to like it. That's right. Well, it's held up really well. It has. A lot of times these films kind of age and it's dated, but this is kind of a timeless Yeah, this is something film. I watched when it came out and then my daughter can quote the entire movie. She's 17. Mm-hmm. Mike, who's on my morning show, who's 50-something, loves it and can quote it. Like, it's one of those movies that any generation can get into as long as you're okay with silliness. Mm-hmm. Like it's just silly, but it's great writing for silliness. It is. It, it's silliness, but it's silliness like with a message, right? I mean, well, it's it means silly. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times they didn't dumb down the audience. A lot of no. times when you have a teenage movie, it becomes, or even for a younger generation, they dumb it down. They go to the lowest common denominator. And Tina Fey writing that script really elevates that, in my opinion. I want to know, though, if Lindsay Lohan sits down and watches this movie every once in a while and said, you know what, Tina Fey and Mark Waters gave me a chance to be a big star, and I effed it up. She Because she was great in this movie, and then after this movie, I don't know what happened. Well, yeah. I mean, we kind of know what happened. Well, I mean, there was a train wreck, but we don't. I mean, honestly, I'm blaming her mother. I was going to say, I think the parents had a lot. Don't you think your mom has enough guilt? Like, she needs you blaming her, too? No. All right. All right. I think the mom's pretty oblivious from Yeah. No, I think she's trying to come back, but I love this movie. I hope they don't ever reboot it. I hope they don't ever go back to it. I think it's exactly perfect the way it is. Mm -hmm. And I think they should, you know, stop making fetch happen because it's not going to (laughs) happen. So we. (laughs) Well, I, I, I read a thing from Tina Fey, and she said at the time they talked about a sequel. And she was mm-hmm. like, no, no, it's not going to happen. I'm so it can't glad. Happen. And she said now she kind of looks back and wish they had because she's like, well, you know, why not? But mm. they they have kind of rebooted on Broadway. Right. But that's a but different medium. It's, different. it's a different yeah. – that, that's a whole different can of – Yeah, I don't want a TV right. show. I don't want a sequel. I don't want you to come back with a different cast. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think it. Yeah, we we don't need it. No. Although that never stops Hollywood. <laughs> but but so yeah, I agree. A, if there's gold out there, we're going to mine it. That's right. So Lindsay Lohan and she plays Katie, which I think it's funny because Caddy, C A D Y. I feel like she w- that name was spelt by someone in Draper. Because it was like a combination of two names <laughs> or something. It, yeah, we yeah. Like, we like to mm-hmm. just totally weird people's names out. It's here. true. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. It's so very, very true. <laughs> then you got Rachel McAdams oh. as Regina, oh. and she was it's awesome one of in my this film. Yes, character she ever plays. Uh-huh. Yes. And the thing that I thought was interesting too, reading up for this episode, is they said when she was auditioning for the role. They didn't want to cast her because she's so nice and personable yes. in real life. And, right. But she was like, no, I can play a bitch. It's okay. Yeah, and <laughs> she did. She was great. Watch me. Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my beer. I got this. I don't think well, Rachel would originally, this Lindsay drink. Lohan was up for that role. See, that would have been exactly and what we expected. That's why right. they did that. Yes. Yeah, I'm absolutely. glad they did it this way. I'm, I'm so glad. But I have a huge crush on Rachel McAdams. I she's mean, my, one of my celebrity crushes. There you go. I this is just crush, full of celebrity crushes. I have a crush on Amy Poehler, and I think yes. her, her, <laughs> her character is like, again, can we go to Utah County? Um, yes. Is like every, and I'm sorry if you're from there. You're beautiful. I love you. But I'm not sorry. But you've got the boob job. You've got the bling butt jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to be the cool parent. You right. You know, and, and I just, I feel like that's why everyone in Utah can relate to this film because I feel like it's so much us. Yes, I agree. And, and she really is the epitome of that. I'm going to be your best friend parent. Yeah. I'm not going to be your parent parent. I'm just going to be your best friend. Yeah. Like Happy hanging out with girls. the girls. And, and there's nothing like, okay, you should have a good relationship with drink. your kids. I would yeah. rather that you drink here. <laughs> Give you me girls keep hug. me young. <laughs> I love this. Amy Poehler is amazing, and she plays this character so well. I'm it's just, just incredible. Her and Tina Fey are never in a scene together in oh, this film. I know. Yeah, um, but I but I mean it's great. But I mean I love them together. Oh, I do totally. too. And I love the fact that you have the scene where Tina Fey is at the mall working because we all have that horror story of when we see our high school teacher or uh-huh. junior high teacher out of the element. We're like, you don't live at school? You, you exist somewhere I just, else? Yeah, like I go home and then all the teachers just like go in storage or something while I'm gone. I don't know. Well, they don't live outside of the, like. Well, there's not... an office space moment because she comes into the store and she's got all of her flair on. All, all of her flair. Like, yes, like, I love it. 12 pieces of flare on right now? <laughs> oh, she had more than 12. Yeah. Like, she was, she was flared, flared out. out. Yes. I'm here with my boyfriend. Just and she pushed the old guy, yeah. <laughs> and they believe her for a second. Is yeah, this totally real? Like, totally Well, and I love that she calls it out, too. Well, this has been sufficiently awkward, so. <laughs> and it totally is. I, I remember those moments of, what are you doing yeah, here? you experience your teacher in real life. It's like, no, that's not. not yeah. I yeah. just love, I really thought Amanda Seyfried was that stupid mm-hmm. in real life. And then a year later, because she played it so <laughs> well. And then a year life. later, she's in Les Mis. Yep. Right? And yep. I was I like, and I was like, oh, Mean Girls meets Les Mis. This is amazing. <laughs> she can sing. Look at that. Yep. And then and in Mean Girls, all she could do was use her ESPN to predict the weather <laughs> with her psychic boobs. Put your hand down. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, 
you should be watching it right now yes. while we're talking about it. Otherwise, it's not going to be and as funny when we talk about it. Don't yeah. be ashamed. You know you like it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're laughing along. What's your favorite quotes? You need to tell us right now in the comment section. What is your favorite quote from this movie? Because there's so many oh, great quotes. I, I, or qu- groats. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah, don't cruel. try and make that no, happen. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But I, I love that moment when she says gruel because she's like, oh, I was going to say great and then decided to say cool and it came yeah. out as gruel. I've done that. Who hasn't ever done that, do that all, all the time? time? Like, that's awesome. But there's so many great. What, what's your favorite quote? Oh, gosh, there's so many. But I do love the, you go, Glenn Coco. I love you go, Glenn Coco. I love it. I want the shirt. The shirt is out there. I've seen people wear it. I, and I, I read the thing from the actor, and he's like, it blows him away that that's the line that people get. But he just delivers it so I love, I love the one where they're just all in the moment, and he's like, she doesn't even go yes. here. He's got the hoodie on. The she doesn't even go here. Do you, do you not? I just wanted to share my feelings. I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> Love it. That's why your hair is so big. It's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the thing is, too, so there's so many great quotes, and there's so many moments that we can all relate to as being in high school or just in general, just living but there's also horrible stereotypes in this movie yes. there's the two asian girls that are seeing the coach but then there's like, the smart asians there's the smart asians but then there's the two slutty asians that are like seeing the coach and you're i'm just like there's so many racist stereotypes yes. in this movie that work is that bad that well, I, and, and, and when it all comes out when the burn book everything comes out in the burn, burn book right and you find out the coach, that is just such a surreal thing and such a silly comedy that the coach has like been making out with the two Asian girls. And so he's like disappeared. They're like, when well, we found out those allegations were terribly true, like, that's just weird that it's just in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. The thing is, is that it's happening somewhere right now. I know. Oh, that's yeah. what makes, like, it's. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's interesting, too. I mean, this was based on a nonfiction book. Yeah. I mean, this was a book about how to get your kids to survive high school. Yeah. And, Tina Fey went to Lorne Michaels and said, I think we need to do this. And he bought the rights to it and mm-hmm. yeah. took it away. Yeah. But I think that's just, I love the fact that it's this nonfiction book that she went, you know what? And then she pulled a lot from her own personal experiences. In mm-hmm. fact, some of the characters' names are people that she knows that she put in there. Oh, really? <laughs> I think Katie's parents are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, we don't even know how to, do we ground you? What do we do? Like, <laughs> yeah. can you tell us how to discipline you? But because she, we don't have she any went out, idea. But she's grounded. Are they not supposed to go out when they're grounded? <laughs> like, I love that the dad's totally like, we've never had and to do this before. Like, giving him the look of death. <laughs> like, that's what grounded is, you imbecile. But they are great. Like, the, both of her parents, I think, are just fantastic and well played in this show. And yeah, I think it was great casting. I think this is one of the best cast movies. Yes. I agree with that, for sure. Well, and even Tim Meadows, who I think oh often gosh. gets overlooked. The guy I is just amazing. Tim he comes in at his wife beater and his <laughs> cast, and he's like, I'm gonna, We are going to stay here all, all night. We could only keep him until 4 o'clock. We, we are, are going to keep you until 4 o'clock. o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so 
so true. <laughs> Teachers can't discipline nope. anymore, and you can't. I remember when I was in school, it was just when the turnaround was coming that you couldn't discipline kids. We were like they were just barely taking Red Rover away from us because kids were being singled out as not being able to come over, come over, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just like. So there's a change happening here. <laughs> yeah. Something in the and air. And this movie shows it, that teachers and parents have no control over the kids. The kids have these brains and these social lives that are scary beyond, you know, imagining. It's, uh Well, yeah, and it's you can see it in the scenes whenever they're doing the sex education and the coach is talking, <laughs> and he's like, you know, it's all about abstinence. This, you know, don't have sex. Like, okay, here's the die. condoms. Everybody grabs them on the way out. It's that... We really have no control or say of, yeah. over what you're saying or what yeah. you're doing or or giving you any direction or anything like that because mm-hmm. it's like, do this, but we know you're not going to, so here's the... Yeah. And, I mean, obviously we can talk about teaching only abstinence as far as sex education, <laughs> but that's not the point, but it kind of epitomizes what you're saying where yeah. they don't have control. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the plastics. The pla- Did you what guys a great have name for a group. Yes. Yes. So yes. And I'm kind of like Jake. I didn't really fit in any kind of special I kind of hung out with everyone, which means I didn't fit in with anyone. Because I didn't like, you know, I knew some of the cheerleaders. And I went to four different schools in four years. Wow. I finished uh, at elementary school, and I went to junior high for a year at this one junior high. Then I went to Catholic school at a Catholic school that graduated you in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. So, like, I went from sixth to seventh to eighth, and then I went to to the high school Catholic school for ninth and part of 10th grade. And then I went to the Catholic or the high school that I graduated from. So it was all these different groups in different economic areas. (laughs) My house in Taylorsville is a fantastic house. But when I went to Catholic school, I lived in like the slums, that house. But then when I went back to Taylorsville high school, it was just so crazy. Like all these different groups, but I just was like, I like that kid over in that group and I like that girl over in that group. And so people didn't really know what to do with me because I wasn't you didn't kissing any particular butt. Yeah. You know, I was just hanging out wherever I wanted to be. Like I'm just hanging out with people I like. Yeah. So I didn't really fit in either, by the yeah. way. So I think we have that in common. Like yeah. people didn't really know what to do with me. I think people still don't know what to do. With me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny too, because I'll talk to people now. And I'm like, you would not even recognize me back in my high school days. I was depressed. I was at times suicidal. I was quiet. I was just sit. I'll sit in the corner and leave me alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't one of the goth kids per se, but right. And people are like, you were depressed. I'm like, well, I still fight depression even today, but you know, yeah. I handle it a lot better now than I did back then. But. Well, and I think that whole like what you're talking about is exactly what they do in the at the end when they're all in the gym Mm -hmm. and you realize that everyone has something that bothers them, regardless of whether they're the sports girl or the cheerleader or whatever, they all felt like they were left out in some way, shape or form, which I think kids can watch it and they can be like, that's me. Well, because at the time you think everybody else is perfect. Right. Everybody else is happy and fine and their group and click is perfect and great. I mean, because everybody on the outside thinks the plastics are great and wonderful Uh and, but they're not. And, and I think that's absolutely right. Everybody's got their issues. We always have this grass is greener on the other side kind of mentality, but the reality is everybody's struggling with something. And so, 
be kind to each other, I guess, you Absolutely. know, because you don't know what people are going well, through. I can't even imagine trying to grow up now in the I, age of social media. No, no I don't want to. Oh like, that's horrible. Lord, like... And I think that's the only thing that dates this movie is when they do the three-way calling, because I keep thinking kids these days <laughs> will watch that scene when she has her, she has her own, uh, one person on the line, yes. and then she brings in the other person. See, I think kids she's not mad like, at you, Gretchen. What's huh? happening? How do you get three people on... Are they FaceTime? Why aren't they looking at each other? Like, I feel like I want to watch it with, what is that you know, thing a holding up centennial. To their ears? Yeah. I mean, I think my daughter is a centennial, but like an earlier one, you know, okay. like, because they don't know what three-way calling oh, is. Oh, yeah. Three-way oh. calling was the best. That was when if that If you had three-way out. calling, you were like the superhero. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. the coolest technology in the world. Yeah, only but rich people But they used it in a way that I never thought about using it. Like that he was didn't ambush your friends. Yeah, that, that was, was like awful. government is what that was. Like you've got someone on the line listening in and then they confess something and then in comes J. Edgar Hoover and they're like, see? You know, like I like, CIA I'm black ops type. <laughs> her character was crazy. Vicious. Yes. <laughs> I mean you want to be her just because you don't want to like her to be against you. Yeah. Well <laughs> and we when... all knew that girl. Yeah, well, and, and when she talks about, when Katie talks about, like, I I hated her, but at the same time, I wanted her to like me. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Who, I mean, we've had people in our lives like that, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I can't stand, but I, it is so important that I get validation from this mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And anyway. Yeah. So yeah. much reality in this show. <laughs> well, and, the, and talking about growing up today, the burn book. That wouldn't exist because they would just do it on Facebook oh, it to would, the yeah. person. I think Facebook Instagram. is the burn yeah. book. Like. Instagram or Snapchat <laughs> or, you know, taking those embarrassing pictures and putting them out there for everybody to see is kind yeah. of the thing now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And people don't care about the consequences anymore because you're not standing face to face. So right. Nobody cares oh, if they put definitely. That. Yeah. For sure. There's this anonymity that frees you in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. You guys should see the inbox on my Facebook page. Like, uh, it's not... Yeah, it's a, I a can't even imagine. Place yeah. There's a whole bunch of Gretchens in there. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you enjoy your life? Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the rules. Okay, uh -oh. so okay. there are, so there are a lot of rules. rules. And I love the rules. And I'm sad that, I mean, it's not Wednesday, so it's fine that we're not wearing pink shirts. Right. right. But I love the idea of these rules because we all knew in high school that you would show up and you're like, is today the day I need to wear my Jinkos or my guests? Mm -hmm. Or today, Jerbos, right? <laughs> like, you're like, How old are you, Tracy? <laughs> no, I had the Jerbos. But not in high school. I had, Was yes, it in high school? Yeah. Jerbos oh, were in high school in Jinko yeah. pants that were like seven times bigger than me like I could fit a circus in my pants in high school but not in that way that's not the way I mean it <laughs> and I didn't put a circus in my pants in high school by the way that'll be edited out later I'm sure I think we got a second quote of the day yeah. I could fit a circus in my pants I could have, could have but I chose not to unlike some people in my high school well, that's, that's because you weren't part of the sexually active band group. That's true. Oh my gosh, it was the band nerds, right? It's true. Sluts. See, and I was I was technically in percussion, but I played the triangle and the and the vibra slap and the the stuff that 
didn't Just really take a lot of your speech. <laughs> <right now. laughs> it's a it's a wooden block that is like in sounds uh, dirty. Whatever you're bells. talking about. Oh, it about. totally is, and, and we laughed about it at the time, of That's course. Funny. But of course, but, there was, but then I'd see these other kids, and I was of course wanting to have a girlfriend, and I'm sad and depressed, and and then I'd see these other kids that were kind of nerds like me that were like making out with another girl, and I'm like, how come you? to do that <laughs> like, you're not any better than me you're not on the football team well there's okay. there's like a hierarchy in band oh, though like totally like oh, yeah, yeah like saxophone i think was typically saxophone, at the top uh-huh. you know and viper slap was probably way toward the bottom. the bottom yeah way yeah. yeah i want to know what this all about this slap <laughs> be careful when you google it yeah oh. <laughs> So the rules. <laughs> Don't play the vibra slap in high school, kids. Don't do it. Don't do it. Rule number one. If I am the living proof of what you'll become. If your band teacher says, hey, I've got the Viber slap, or you just say no. What you're going to say, is there penicillin for that? Because I don't think that's what I don't think I, I could help you. So the rules. <laughs> Wednesdays, we wear pink. Yes. Right? Yes. And apparently you can't wear sweatpants on Monday. No. I don't think you should wear sweatpants ever. In public, yeah. In public. Yeah. It's not a thing. Unless you are you genuinely just got done with the gym, you need to put sweatpants over your other workout pants, or you're going skiing and they're going under your ski pants. But other than yeah. that, people, why are you wearing sweatpants in public? Well, I think you hit a certain age and it becomes okay. I remember... No, bro, no, listen, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I haven't hit it yet. Obviously, I'm, I'm in you jeans. Look yeah, see? But... But I remember as a kid, my dad would be like, you don't wear sweatpants out in public. Mm-hmm. And I remember learning. But now my dad wears nothing but sweatpants or basketball shorts in public. So I don't know if he's just kind of <laughs> hit an age where he doesn't care doesn't anymore. Maybe you need to remind him. Maybe you need yeah. to sit him down and make him watch this movie and then. And say, dad, sweatpants. Just sweatpants don't. shame him. Yeah. I just thought it was great that she, being the popular girl, starts believing Cat. And she's eating these bars without question. Mm-hmm. She's gaining weight without question, which even though when she's kind of gaining weight, I mean, her butt still looks amazing mm-hmm. in those sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had this image of Rachel McDonald's wow. there for a minute. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet over here for a minute. <laughs> going to go play the Vibraslap. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, and it is funny that she does just believe Katie when she says, oh, these, these bars are great. Because it against her character yeah. for a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. But I love when they're trying to ambush her at the beginning, and, you know, she, she gives her the foot cream, and they're like, oh, wow, your face smells like peppermint. It smells great. And they're like, they cut the holes in the shirt, and then everybody else is cutting the holes yes. in the shirt, and it's like everything they're doing to ambush her is totally not working. And we hated that girl in high school. Yeah. Wow. She looked awful and with the two holes in his... But, Anyway, but then everybody else does it. it. And yeah. Everybody's got to do it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We should start a trend of some sort. What's it going to be? Flamingos. I mean, that's already a thing. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I, don't, it, it I totally. I mean, if that wants to be like our dress code is flamingos. Flamingos I'm every in. time. Are, yeah, I'm in. in public, we <laughs> always wear flamingos. Every time we're seen in public together, we're in flamingo attire. I only have the one shirt, so I may have to get <laughs> some more. We're going to be hanging out a lot. <laughs> Now I'm going to be in the corner for a minute crying. So like we're going to be hanging out. All right, guys. Once a week, you can wear that shirt once a week, man. Sorry, sorry. 
sorry. I don't have any flamingo attire, so I don't have to go shopping. I don't either. I've got to step up my game. Yeah. Maybe we should pick something else as our dress code. No. Then. All right. We're doing flamingos. Or nothing. <laughs> flamingos I'm get the most or nothing. Gaudy, loud flamingo shirt I can find. Yes. That's that's gonna be it. I'm just gonna yeah. wear flamingo socks. Is that okay? That's sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that counts. But just the socks. <laughs> <laughs> now Jake's really blushing. <laughs> okay, back to the movie. Yes. The rules, you can't wear a tank top two days in a row. Right. Which, I, I'm not a... Guys, guys wearing tank tops always kind of kill me. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Dude. Unless you're playing basketball. Yeah. And it's like the uniform, then that's fine. Yeah, but, but don't go out in public in tank tops for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently something about vests she couldn't because yeah. the one couldn't wear a vest yeah. and and it really was you find out at the end that the rules were really just whatever Regina <laughs> wanted them to be apparently yeah. today this is how I feel and this is what you're going to do and nobody questioned it they all yep. just did it mm-hmm. like the gold hoop earrings yeah like I really like those earrings but Regina said I couldn't wear them and that was really sad yeah. like that I wish that was my biggest problem in life. I couldn't wear the gold hoop earrings <laughs> Everyone because... Everyone should be able to wear gold hoop earrings if they want yeah, to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wants to be a pirate. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about the influence of the boy in this movie? Yes. Because she's so smart, yes. and then she meets this boy, and for some reason, she feels like she has to be stupid to get this boy's attention, which is never the case, ladies. It's never Absolutely the case. Not. If a boy only wants you because you're stupid, you need to find another boy. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the sad thing is, because I think this is the reality more often than not, he didn't want her to be stupid. No, he didn't. He no. liked her for who she yeah. was. He was interested in her because of who she was. Because she was different. Right. But then she became like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene when they're in math class. It's like, can you... Can you help me? And then he starts to help her, and she's gently correcting him. Yeah, she's like, "Do you mean?" uh, Yeah, in her head, she's saying wrong. Wrong. But then she's like, "So wrong." So, do you mean this? He's like, "Yeah, they're the same thing." No, that's not how that works. But she's like, "Oh, okay, now I understand it." Of course, and the teacher passing out the test ruins everything because she had a ninety-eight. Yeah, you really are struggling there. But yeah, I mean, to, to fail a class or. Pretend like you don't know something just to impress a guy. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Well, especially right? in high school. I mean, boys are so... We we are the lower species anyway, but especially in high school, like, we don't know what we want. We're just dumb as rocks. It's like, don't try and... And, and I saw a comedian once, and he said, you know, women, stop trying to elevate us, because women are up here. Men are down here. He's like, men are so basic. Women go, you can't be this stupid. You can't be this basic. It's like So they keep trying to to put things on us in order to elevate us. It's like, no, we're very simple creatures. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I, I was never a high school girl. But is that the pressure that's out there to be dumb? Is that? I think, I think definitely, I don't think it is anymore because okay. of the way that our society is finally changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think, yeah, I mean, when I was in junior high and high school, it's intimidating. You know, I, a lot of people find me intimidating just because I don't, I'll just talk to you for one. Right. Um, and two, if I have an opinion, I'll share it with you. Mm-hmm. And I think especially growing up here in Utah, women, we were taught to be quiet and to just sit there and look pretty. And, you know, that's, so it was, it was very difficult for me 
growing up in high school here. One, I wasn't Mormon, so that was a thing. Um, mm-hmm. I was the devil. And two, I wasn't quiet. I'm not a quiet person. I know it's crazy for you to think. <laughs> but yeah, I think it is. I think that at some point, males realize, oh, it's good to have a smart girl. Mm-hmm. But at first, you're kind of like, well, that's intimidating because you don't know what to say. But if a girl is saying all the things, you're like, oh, uh, uh, you know. And so right. I don't know that it's intentional, but I definitely think in certain societies, having a smart, opinionated woman isn't necessarily the way that society wanted to go. And plus, in in high school, us girls, we do want to, we want you to think that we're pretty. Absolutely. And it's and we, you know, I think we still, I still want you to think I'm pretty right now. So, but when you're talking so much that sometimes can take away from your pretty, I think is what we think in high school. So mm-hmm. we're just sit and we're quiet and we want you to talk. And we didn't realize at the time you have no idea what to say to us. We like no we didn't clue. know there's no hand. Nobody hands us out a handbook in high mm-hmm. school. Total sub shot here, but I love that scene at inside out when we go inside the boy's brain and it's just this panic alarm going yes. off. It's like, girl, girl, girl. And he has no clue what to say or do. It's kind of how it is. It's a good thing. We outgrow that at some point. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting because I think about my own experience in high school and I wonder, you know, how much did I or did any of us kind of push those stereotypes, you know, and it's like if you went out on a date with a girl and she was better at bowling than you were, it's like, oh, you lost to a girl and that was shameful or something yep. and things yeah. like that. And I'm like, well, maybe I did play into that more than I think. And I don't want my girls to feel like they've got to hide it all who they are to impress right. a guy. You know, but I, I worry about that because I think that it's we still out there it, in some. I mean, we yeah. all figure it out. We all will hide ourselves for a minute and then we'll figure out that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, at some point we all figure it out. And I think that's the whole idea of this movie is she got there. She was herself because she had no idea that you needed to be anything other than yourself right. because she grew up in this society in another country with mm-hmm. parents that were just discover everything, be yourself. You know, there's bigger things going on in the world other than what you're wearing and what, you know, all that. And then she comes into this school where it's just plastic everywhere. Everything is shiny and beautiful and fake. And Mm -hmm. she gets caught up in it like all of us do. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the movie, she realizes that's not me. That takes up too much of my time. I like myself better this way. He likes me better this way. You know, and so I think it's that full circle. We all figure it out at some point, but we all get caught up in it mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than one time in our life because then we get out of high school and we have to figure it all out over again. You know, then you get a divorce and you've got to figure it out all <laughs> over again. <laughs> it's true. When when I was dating my wife and when we got married, I hid away a lot of who I was, like my geekiness, because I was like, she's not going to be into that kind of stuff mm-hmm. at all. And she really wasn't when we got married. And I remember when it kind of all came out, my mom was like, hey, I've got a box of stuff for you to come and take a look at and, and go and it through. And closet? You came out of the closet? Kind of, but not in that, yeah. No. With your nerdiness? I don't want to compare closet. it to that because that's not, that's. <laughs> Sorry, I was making a bad Yeah, joke. yeah. But but she brought out the box and I started, and it had all like my old Star Trek toys and stuff. And I was like, well, the secret's out now. And my wife didn't care because she wasn't in love with like what I liked and what I was into. And she's come to appreciate a lot of what I am into and what I do enjoy. Now I've been able to be more myself. And that's really a small, I mean, the movies that I like and, and that kind of stuff is just a small 
thing in comparison to some of the other stuff that people hide away. And I think it's so important that you surround yourself with people and understand for yourself, it's important to be who you are and be true to that person, you know? Absolutely. Because I think that that's something that a lot of kids today struggle with. I think it's something that a lot of adults struggle with today is trying to meet those expectations. Mm-hmm. We'd be so much better if everybody else just was themselves, but their best selves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Can we talk about the Lizzie McGuire element of this movie when she'll have a premonition of what she wanted to happen and we'll watch it, but then it doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. Like the bus scene and then, mm-hmm. you know, like she's got, she'll think, she screams, but then she doesn't really scream. Like, I love that because in Lizzie McGuire, that's yep. kind of what would happen, but in this movie it kind of... Or like when she jumps on Regina's, yeah. the, like, like what would happen in the wild. We all have those uh-huh. moments where sitting there... And in yep. our mind, we want this is, to do this one is thing. the reality that I want to have happened. Yeah, I love how they did that without, but it didn't take you out out of the movie because sometimes you'll right. see movies like that and they'll do something kind of like that and it kind of mm-hmm. takes you out of what you were into. But I think it was perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, and it's a good build up too because she has those moments throughout. And so when Regina actually gets hit by the bus, at first you think that is just her imagining like yeah. what would have happened mm-hmm. because that's what she had done throughout right. the movie. And then you find out, no, she really did get hit by a bus. She just didn't die. Yeah. Well, it was like, just a shocking moment when the bus just <laughs> like what just happened even watching it again last night i knew it was coming and i was yeah. just like oh wow and my girls were like did she just get yeah she just got hit by a bus that happened so did your girls get into it did they really my my oldest did uh-huh. she's turning 11 this year and so she i think she's starting to hit that age of well, she thinks she's like a high school girl, like, yeah. and I'm like, slow your roll, like, just be, roll. be a little girl for a little bit longer. But, but, uh, so she got into it, um, and I, I wonder how much of it she's already seen in school, like the mean girl mentality. More than we know, yeah, it's scary. Yeah. You don't even want to know. I, I put don't. Your earmuffs on. Because I want to like go right down there and protect yeah, her, but I can't. Yeah, no. I listen. I've had several conversations with the police. Why it's not appropriate? Jake's gonna go down there with the bat and the cast on. I've, his I've hand. got like two strikes already. A third is just gonna be. It just reminds me of This Is Forty when Leslie Mann just loses it on that kid, and then he starts crying, and she's like, "Wait, you're crying?" Yeah. The, every kid, even like. We all know, even the bullies, even the Reginas, even mm-hmm. they're all sensitive. Absolutely. And I think that's what's good about this movie, too, is it does show that the other side, they're all sensitive about things. They all have things that bother them. And, you know, don't put anybody on a pedestal because when we're all alone at home, we're all crying about something. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that it also shows going along, we're all just trying to figure it out in yeah, high right. school and then even beyond. Like, I'm yeah. still trying to figure it out. Yeah, and I so none of us know nope. what, you know, we talked about the rules earlier. None of us really know what the rules are, what we're supposed to do. And so... I think it it really does kind of show we're all really a lot more similar than we think we are. We build these false cliques and groups and yeah. everything we build else. These walls around each yeah. other and this is my tribe and you're so not you, allowed to be in it. And yeah. Right. So walls we've decided are bad, right? Like walls. <laughs> Don't build any walls. <laughs> Don't build walls. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that stand by itself. I've just All right, so what do you give what's your rating for um, mean girls as in, I mean, it's a comedy, right? So, in in your comedy show, I mean, I 
it's solid. It holds it up. You can watch it over and over. I mean, for me, it's a B plus for sure. Yeah, I it's would a B+ agree. Movie. I, I think it does hold up, and it is. And part of that is the writing and the delivery. You've got great performances in it. It does. It's smart. It's clever. I would put in a B plus A minus range as well. Yeah, I lean a little more towards the A minus, but as far as the screenwriting and the acting, oh, yeah. the, the direction and some of the editing, I kind of that kind yeah. of lowers it just a little bit. Some yeah. of the some of the jokes go on a little bit after he says, uh, "Daddy DeVito, I love your work," and then yeah, just kind of stops and yeah, I'm like, okay, it could have tightened up a little bit, but yeah, yeah B plus A minus range for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Smart, smart, funny comedy. Yeah, yeah. and I think. Everybody should watch this, and I think especially kids should watch this, like preteens, teens. I think like parents should watch it with their kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it opens up a lot of conversations. I at one point, my youngest daughter was coming. I said, like, "You should watch this movie too." And then it was like when the girl was talking about her really heavy periods and like her tam having yeah. to get like the jumbo tam. When I was like, "What is she talking about?" I'm like, "Well, cool. This is a good opportunity, I guess, to talk." Your mother's going to talk to you about that in about 15 minutes. Just yeah, yeah, just just hang out here. Wait till the end of the movie and mom will take over. <laughs> but, but when it covers that kind of stuff, it does it in a casual enough way, which it's okay to normalize some of a lot of that stuff that we agree. stigmatize, we don't want to talk about, and we want to avoid. I think that this these kind of movies where they just throw it in there and it's just casual, normal part of the conversation normalizes it in, in a good way. Well, so I, I'm not a parent, but I, of course, have a lot of friends that are, and, and they kind of talk about how you kind of want to keep this stuff away from your kids, and I'm like, that makes it kind of taboo and right. weird yeah. and forbidden. And I have other friends who are like, they just, their kids ask a question, they just answer it. And the kid's like, okay. You know, the kid's a lot more resilient than we think that they are. Oh, kids are hugely resilient. They're like, Okay. okay. On. Kids will get the answers to their questions <laughs> one way or another. So, so where well, do you want them yeah. getting the answers? And so, yeah. but yeah, I think it's a great movie. I think parents should sit down with their kids and watch it and and laugh and have yeah, a good time. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll learn something and laugh at the same time. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Awesome. All right. Well, that's the time we have for Mean Girls. I think it's a solid A minus B plus movie from from all of us here. And yeah, go watch it. And enjoy. And until next time, I guess we won't see you at the movies. Pray for Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. (laughs) Stop trying to make fetch happen. (laughs) This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.